Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Well, good afternoon. Thank you all for showing up. we got a full house here today. Listen, it's never easy when you make a change, especially when a change involves a man like Les Miles. His record here is well documented. Les is loved by his players, and that is because he cared about them as people. And he tried to develop them into fine young men, and he did a great job at that. Les is a friend to us all. He loves LSU. We wish Les, Kathy, Smacker, Manny, Ben, and Macy the very best. Their future is very bright. And we'll miss Les. We thank him for all he did for us here at LSU. Um, I felt, however, that this program needed a change. And the change was necessary to give the players the best opportunity to succeed. At the end of the day, it's all about the players and their experience and um, where they're going in their, in their lives. I felt that at this time, Ed Ogeron is the right man to take over this program. His enthusiasm is contagious. He has outstanding leadership characteristics, and I still believe this team has great things ahead of it, and there are great things that can be achieved in the last eight games. So I really look forward to the next nine weeks. I look forward to uh, Coach Ogeron and working with him and um, seeing where we go from here. Uh, I still really believe the future is really bright for this football program. So it's my pleasure to give you right now our head coach, Ed Ogeron. Thank you. What's well, say, guys? It's a great day in Tiger football. It's a great day in my life, I promise you that. First of all, I want to thank Joe Oliva, King Alexander, the Tiger family for having the confidence and name me the head coach at LSU. This is a great day for us. I want to introduce my wonderful wife, Kelly. She is my head coach and my son, Tyler. You, you guys, please stand. Give him a hand there. Thank you. Good to be here. I want to thank Coach Miles for bringing me here. And uh, it's a place that I always want to come. Coach Miles is a great man, as we all know, and he's taught me a lot of stuff. I've competed against him. And Coach Miles left the team in first class, and he walked out and he said, Ed, I'll support you. And uh, we gave him a standard ovation, and on we, on we moved on. You know, coaching here at LSU, I grew up watching Ronnie Estee and Arthur Cantrell and Charlie Mack coach and watch Pete Jenkins coach, who, by the way, is going to be back here tomorrow, and uh, we're happy about that. And just watching the passion and the energy in Tiger Stadium and having been an opponent coming into the stadium and understand the intimidation of the Tiger family. And we're going to bring that back. And uh, our players are looking forward to the energy that we're going to bring. We're going to flip the script. We're going to do things different. We're going to do things that I've done in the past uh, to re-energize this team and the, and the Tiger family. I would ask all the great Tiger fans to come out in the stadium this Saturday and support our players. This is all about our players. 
It's about our players feeling good about themselves. They chose to come to LSU to be the very, very best, and they deserve it. And they work long and hard hours, and they deserve the success, and they deserve the energy that our fans can bring them. And I know that you guys want to see a great product. We plan on putting it on the field. Um, you can expect a new coaching staff, a new style of play on offense. And uh, obviously, we don't have a lot of time to change things, but we are going to tweak things around. I'm going to talk to you about our new appointments on our on our staff. Uh, first of all, um, obviously, as you guys know, we have one of the best defensive coordinators in all of football, and he is now our associate head coach, Dave Aranda. I'm going to lean on him. We have. We have ideas we've shared from successful programs. We've been meeting, meeting all morning on how to get this thing turned around. Uh, a guy that's played here that bleeds purple and gold, Steve Ensminger, is now going to be our offensive coordinator and our quarterback coach. Our wide receivers coach, Damian Craig, who is an excellent recruiter, will also be our recruiting coordinator. Uh, Jeff Grimes is our running game coordinator. He'll also take on the tight ends along with our graduate assistant, who's one of the finest young coaches in America, Eric Matos. On the defensive line, we're going to bring back Pete Jenkins, uh, a storied uh, legend at LSU. When I introduced that Pete Jenkins was going to coach the defensive line, our team went crazy, and I'm sure our LSU fan base went crazy. He's not only going to be our defensive line coach, he will be my mentor and right-hand man. Running backs coach, Jabbar Deluc, excellent coach and uh, excellent recruiter from New Orleans. Defensive backfield coach, Corey Raymond. Uh, I talked to Coach Pivoto, and I asked him just to uh, devote all his time to special teams. And we got to get better there. we got some ideas. He's been working on it all day. And uh, we're going to see a new and improved special teams. And Bradley Dale is not going to coach defense. He's done a tremendous job on defense. But I wanted him to concentrate all his efforts on special teams. Outside linebacker coach Dennis Johnson. Dennis was my graduate assistant. He is now promoted to a full-time coach, uh, very deserving. He played here. He's a Tiger. He's a great young man, a great coach, and also do a great job recruiting. Assistant AD and director of player personnel, Austin Thomas. Uh, chief of staff, Steve Craigthorpe. Uh, Steve will not be coaching on the field, but he will be a close liaison to me and to Coach Ensminger in the type of offense and the type of scheme that we want to run. We have matched ideas at schools that we've been in in the past, and we're in some in agreement right now a short in a short term of the type of offense that we want. They're currently putting it together right now. Uh, obviously, we have Sam Nader. And obviously, we have our assistant AD in football recruiting, Sharon Lewis, who's here, does a tremendous job. And obviously, a, a guy that I've known for a while now, and I do believe that he's going to be a special guy on our staff. You all know him. He'll be a special assistant to the head coach, uh, Derek Panoski. He's right there, right here, Derek. Now, we're starting a new season, one game at a time. Whatever happened in the past doesn't matter. We're going we're gonna to meet today as a team. We're going to look forward to attacking Missouri, getting our game plan together, 
practicing the way we know how to practice with energy, believing in ourselves, and having fun playing football again, having fun in Tiger Stadium on Saturday night, winning football games. We got a great group of young men. Uh, they were sad to see Les go, and we all were. But they were also happy that they had a familiar face running the football team. I think this is going to be an excellent opportunity. Joe and King Alexander, again, I thank you, and I'm looking forward to it. Um, we will open practice to the media on some days and at some times. And um, y'all talked to Michael Barnett before I messed that up, okay? <laughs> hey, having said that, uh, I know a lot of you here, I've known a lot of you throughout the years, and um, go ahead and bombs away. Right there on the left. Uh, Shay Dixon with 24-7 Sports. Um, you mentioned don't have a lot of time to completely change the offense, but uh, between yourself and Cragthorpe and obviously Innsminger, uh, could you go into a little more detail on your vision for the offense yeah. or changes, things right. like that? Well, without giving out a scouting report for our next opponent, uh, we're going you know, to spread the ball out a little bit, do some different things, uh, change the style of play. Well, there's a lot of things on offense that we've done well running the football. Uh, we want to uh, have a different passing game. We want to be more creative, uh, find ways that the quarterback can get the ball down the field throwing it. Obviously, we know that people load up the box on Leonard and, and Darius guys. We want to put the, the ball in our playmakers' hands. and We want to make short, easy throws for the quarterback and move the ball down the field. Score points. You have to score points nowadays. In the uh, – in the center back here, uh, Brett Martell with Associated Press. Uh, I wondered if you could tell us your view of this opportunity in the context of your upbringing in South Louisiana, yeah. your history here, and also the extent to which you view this as maybe an audition for the longer term. Well, here's what this is about our young men. I've been with these guys. I've been in the locker room, especially in the last game. And, and just, it's just not something you want to go through. And you want them to feel better. You see how much hard work they put into it. So take the future aside. Whatever's going to happen is going to happen. Let the chips fall where they may. We're going to come together one team, one heartbeat, take it one team at a time. All I want to do is see them win. I want to see them happy. And whatever happens after that is going to be fine. Now, growing up in South Louisiana, being the head coach at LSU is a dream, obviously. But it's, it's a well-respected position that I'm holding right now, and I hold it in high esteem, and I understand the expectations at LSU, and I fully, fully um, intend to meet all those expectations. Coach on the left, right here. Cody Worsham, Tiger Rag Magazine. Uh, having gone through the interim experience at USC before, how similar is this to that, and, and what's kind of the, the challenges specific yeah. to the interim job? Well, as you know, every, every job is different. Every situation is different. I am glad that I had the experience of being the head coach in the SEC before. I am glad that I had the experience of being an interim coach. I think that every time that you go through a head coaching job, you learn where your strengths are, where your weaknesses are, and the more you do it, the more you find out what type of coach you are. I do believe that the style of coach that I was uh, during my last Head coaching job is a style of coach you're going to see now, a style of coach that I'm going to let my coaches coach, uh, give them a job. They're going to be accountable. If I see it, uh, that something needs to be fixed, we're going to fix it, obviously.
but we're all going to be accountable to each other. I want our team to play with energy. I want to take care of the football. I want to go get the football. It's all about turnover ratio. And uh, we're going to preach that here at LSU. Uh, I think that just being at home and uh, playing in front of the Tiger family is a little bit different. It's uh, The expectations are high. I understand that, but that's what I love. I mean, if you, if you don't like it, don't come, you know. But it's, uh, it's a great situation. I think it's very similar in a lot of ways. Uh, I spent 11 years in Southern California before I took that team over. I've only been here two years. So the f familiarity with the team is not the same it was then. But I do believe that uh, they're fired up about what's going on. Yeah, Ed, Ron Higgins, NOLA.com. Can you just talk about your growth between your Ole Miss job and yeah. your USC job and how much you changed at USC from oh. what you were at Ole Miss? Well, you know what? And, you know, Ron, you was there with me. I went to Ole Miss as a D-line coach. <laughs> and that's how I coached the team. And uh, you can't coach the team that way. And uh, I went full speed ahead, and, and I wanted to do everything. I wanted to coach the quarterbacks, the receivers, and, and I don't know nothing about them, but I wanted to, I wanted to do it my way. And, uh, <laughs> and, and I learned about that. And, uh, and when I went to USC, I delegated authority. Uh, I got guys that were very experienced in what they did. But, you know, I played under my strengths, and I got that team to play the way I got my defensive lines to play. So I played on my strengths, uh, allowed guys to coach, uh, gave the team some freedom to be themselves, uh, express themselves, have some team leadership, and we won football games. I plan to do the same. Over here on your left, Coach Michael Cobble, Channel 2 here in Baton Rouge. You talked about the rough nature of this transition, but you being on staff helps. What do you think this team needs not maybe on the field, but off the field right now. You know, I, I just think a change. I just think a change in the way we do things, uh, uh, some freshness, uh, some energy, uh, things that uh, they love Coach Miles. And we all love them. Going, But, you know, when things don't work, you got to change it. And uh, we're going to change things. We're going to flip the script. And we're going to come closer to the team. We're going to play for each other. We'll play with energy. Uh, be less time on the practice field, more time in the meeting room. Uh, hopefully we're fresh. And uh, hopefully you see some excitement on the sideline. I know one guy's going to be excited. Hey, Coach. Straight in yes, the back. Yes, sir. Chris Price, Channel 2, WBRZ. Uh, what was your conversation like with Joe Oliva? What, what did he ask of you? Uh, to lead this team, that he has confidence in me. And, uh, a call from King Alexander meant a lot. And uh, Joe and I have had a great relationship since I've been here. And I think that he has the confidence that I can do it. I, I know I wouldn't be standing here if he wasn't confident that I can do it. But also, um, there's a couple of things that uh, we need to change, we need to get better at. And we understand the expectation of LSU. Right now, we're not meeting those standards. What on the field, what are the most glaring weaknesses? What, what does this team need to improve upon the most going forward this season? Well, you know, it, it, it's easy to look forward. I mean, easy to look backwards. I mean, everybody, hindsight's twenty twenty. Monday morning quarterbacks, we all got that. You know, here's our, here's our chance. And now I don't want to talk about the past. I want to talk about the future. Here's our chance. Are we going to make mistakes? Yeah, we're going to make them go full speed with a lot of energy, and we're going to fix them as soon as we make them. Hey, Coach Jacques Doucet, WAFB-TV, to your left. Uh, what's the dynamic like when the assistant coaches are your peers and suddenly yeah. they're answering to you as the head coach? How, how does that go? Well, I look at it as if we were building the building, and we're all contractors. I'm in charge of the lights, you're in charge of the paint. Other guys in charge of electricity. Make sure you're doing your job. And if we all pull together and we all pull on the same side of the rope, we're going to be very successful. 
uh, there's things that I do very well, and there's things that I don't do very well. And there's some guys on the staff that can't do what I can do, but you know what? They have some strengths that I don't have, and we're going to lean on each other and pull together. I think that, you know, adversity makes us all closer, and we have some good men on this staff, and there's some new leadership in the room on the offensive side. Uh, having Dave Aranda as assistant head coach and leaning on him, bringing Pete Jenkins in, a veteran, uh, not only a great, great Tiger, not only a great defensive line coach, a guy that's has a lot of knowledge about winning games and about running programs. I think that uh, we have a very strong staff. Hey, Coach, this is actually – hello, this is Kevin with channel, uh, WAFB Channel 9. This question is actually directed more at the athletic director and the president, if I may. Um, what changed in terms of the optics of last fall versus now and about uh, as the state's wrestling and LSU are wrestling with a financial – Situation: The optics of a $12.9 million buyout. Oh, talk football. Okay. <laughs> Tell us. Uh, you mentioned you're going to spread out the offense a little more. What does that mean for the quarterback position? And is it more of an open position? How do you view that? Well, you know, we're going to be very multiple, and uh, I'm still a pro-style guy. But spreading the ball around means 11 personnel, 10 personnel, 21 personnel, spreading it around, going back to 21, uh, spreading the, throwing the ball to the tight ends, short, easy throws to the quarterback, stuff that I'm familiar with in my past, and then past offenses that we ran and had a lot of success. Uh, also with Steve Ensminger, Steve Ensminger has, has had some success at other schools. We're putting all that stuff together. And again, it's about the type of players we have, what we can run, uh, what's very familiar with them, and it's not so foreign that we can't put it in in a week. Yeah, I don't know that. You know, I just, hey, it's, it's my first day, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Coach Steve Schneider, WAFB, I'm sure your phone has blown up over the last 24 hours. I know you have a lot of work to do, so you probably haven't heard all the calls or returned them all, but could you share maybe a call or two that really meant something to you? Well, the call, the, the most important call was, was to Pete Jenkins. <laughs> After I got the call from Joe and King Alexander last night that I was going get, to get the job and then called my wife, and it was Pete. I called my wife, then I called Pete. <laughs> I say, Peter, you come, and he goes, when, when you want me there. He's driving from Destin, and I just, I just think the world of the man. I just think that uh, our players are going to love him, and uh, I think it's a great opportunity for all of us, and I'm looking forward to it. Coach Ed Daniels, WGNO New Orleans. Hi, uh, good to see you, Coach. How would you kind of assure the fans that what we saw at the end of the game last week – and the clock management and the stuff that's happened in the past isn't going to happen again. Yeah, let, me say, let me say this to you. Uh, we are going to work very hard on that. We're going to work very hard on that on practice. Uh, we're going to work very hard on clock management. I'll have someone in the press box that is uh, specifically in charge of clock management and game management. And that's all they're going to do. And uh, hopefully we can do a lot better job. And uh, this has happened to other coaches and other places around the country. We will try to improve on that. Coach, here in the back, Matt Roberts, WVLA-TV. Uh, the players mentioned yesterday, you talked about it today, the, the rope 
metaphor. How important was that to get that across to your players first? And yeah, I, I think, you know, if you play all 11 at one time on, on a football field and all 11 are going the same direction, you're usually going to win. And then everybody on the sideline are pulling for those 11, you're usually going to win if you play as a team. And, you know, you come to LSU and the expectation, this is the greatest job in, in, in America. We all know that it is the greatest state in the country to recruit. We get the best players. So we have them. We need to put all together. And it's not about offense. It's not about defense. It's not about special teams. It's about the LSU Tigers. It's not about one coach. It's not about another. It's not about one player. And not one player can win a football game. I think you all know we have one of the best players in America. It takes all 11. So I want them to show that when we pull against each other, we don't win. But we all pull on the same side of the rope, we win. And that's my job, to get us all pulling on the same side. On your left again, Coach. Uh, do you feel that this team needs more discipline? And as the guy coming in, you know, that's usually probably not a popular move, but do you feel like it's something that you have to address? Uh, here, here's what I'm going to tell you. I, I'm going to coach my style and do the things that I know how to do. And I've been accused of being too much of a disciplinarian. And uh, I had to let the ropes go a little bit. And uh, I had success doing that. I have no problem being a disciplinarian, being a defensive line coach. That's kind of natural. But I do believe that when you're coaching the whole team, you got to look at each specific manner and handle it in the right way and be fair to the young man. And But I also believe that once they cross the line, there's got to be a disciplinary action. You can't keep on moving the line back. Hey, Ed. Randy Rosetta, greatironow.com. You mentioned needing to increase the energy. Why was the energy not there before? Why do you think that needs to boost? Well, I'm not going to say that. It's just every, everybody has their own style. And uh, my, that's my style. It's, it's going to come out. And, uh, you know, in the teams that we've had in the past won championships, uh, we wanted energy. You know, I think the game is still wanting emotion. And it's an emotional game. It's college football. And the guys want to get fired up. They want to get jacked up. They listen to music before the game now. They want to dance around. They want to have fun. They, and that's, that's just the guys that we're coaching now. And it's not the uh, – it's not the, it's, it is the approach that we will take. Hey, Coach, uh, you've always been known as a very good recruiter. Um, can you speak to – you know, maintaining the guys you have committed right now and keeping that stability, the ones who were, you know. We were on the phone, we were on the phone last night. As soon as we met with the team, we got in. We had a, what we call our powwow, and uh, we passed the phone around. We called all our recruits. Uh, obviously, they were sad. All of them, Coach Miles, I talked to every one of them uh, almost weekly. Uh, they had called them, or he had called uh, he had called them. They were good friends with their parents, but they were very excited. That uh, that I'm the interim head coach. I've known most of them, so the response was very positive. Uh, I think that's one one area that I know that we'll do very well. I think we'd be remiss if we didn't get Chad here. At least talking about the game, Missouri. Uh, could you just talk about you know what you expect from this weekend from the Tigers and from your own Tigers, what they need yeah. to improve upon from last week? Well, here's what I'm gonna tell you: uh, our offense and defense is working on Missouri. And uh, I was working on other things today, like getting the staff together, <laughs> putting a practice schedule together. So uh, I, I could tell you a little bit about Missouri, but I'm not ready to tell you. But tomorrow I'll know more about them. I will say this to you. It will never be about our opponent. 
it would always be about the LSU Tigers, always. That's right in the back. Uh, how important is it to get a guy like Leonard Fournette, specifically Leonard, engaged in what's going on right now? He's been dealing with his injury and, and maybe already thinking about the uh, NFL and his future. Yeah, you know, I, I think that's the concept of team. And uh, it's important for me to get the whole team bought in. And once you get the whole team bought in, you have a football team. But Leonard is a big piece of what we're doing. Uh, Leonard is a great guy. I've talked to him. He's totally in, and uh, we expect him to do great things. But to me, it's all about the team. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.